I come to party, trying to get lit. Music allowed this nigga but hits. I come to party, trying to get lit. Music allowed this nigga but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the fit of a switch. Party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up Party, party, let's get lit Let's get lit, 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 lit Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma. All right, here we go in four, three, two, one. We don't even need an introduction for this one, ladies and gentlemen, because holy shit, there is a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. It's episode 403 of Kicking It With The King. My name is Gabriel Hernandez. Welcome to Kicking It With The King, ladies and gentlemen, episode 403. Like I said, it is Sunday, May 8th, 2000. 
and 22. Good to be back. Good to be here. Like, oh my, oh my, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to say. And man, let's not waste any time. You guys know where to find us um, on social media. If you want to follow our podcast page directly on Twitter and Instagram, we tweet. Yes, we we tweet and we use Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, at KW. TK Pod on Instagram and Twitter at G the King underscore official on Instagram and real G the King underscore on Twitter as well. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're available everywhere. You get your podcast exclusively on Pike on on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your shows. Bear with me with the skips and the uh the what is it called when i stutter or it takes me a minute to say some shit because can you believe it ladies and gentlemen i cannot fucking sleep because here we are ladies and gentlemen the main reason the motivation of this podcast goodness gracious ufc 274 is a wrap so much to talk about oh my gosh so many oh my god Moments, some lackluster moments, some career-defining moments, some questions to ask. Lots to talk about, lots to uh, discuss um, when it comes to UFC 274. So let's not waste any time, ladies and gentlemen, because, wow, holy fucking shit. I mean, Charles Oliveira, once again, proving why why he's the baddest man at that weight class. And, man, oh, man, that was frustrating news to read that he was 0.5 pounds over. And just on top of that, not even the 0.5 pounds, just the fact that they took the belt from him for that. And, like, damn, like, could you ever imagine leading up to a fight and then weighing in and missing weight and then you lose your belt? Like, he, he lost his belt and he won his fight, so the fight still went on. He looked absolutely amazing. And this is something I really didn't touch base on or talk about too much, but I did say that I felt he was going to win. I mean, I, I did feel that his ground game and if he got it to the ground or got in any position where he was able to initiate some submissions or get himself in some submissions or, you know, I felt that he would. And, and what was it that um, started off the submission was some beautiful striking by Charles Oliveira. He knocked him down, then went for the submission, and, and it got tight. And by that time, he knew Gaethje wasn't getting out of that. And Charles Oliveira is, you know, once again, successful and unfortunately not the lightweight champion. But Dana White did say that he is a number one contender. Who was it that had his belt stripped? From Was it because of the commission or was it because of the UFC? It didn't seem like the UFC wanted to do that, but I don't know why that happened, but... Uh, Charles Oliver is the number one contender, and regardless of what happened on the weight scale yesterday, he's or uh, the day before yesterday, excuse me, now that it's Sunday, it's Sunday morning, it's 5 30 a.m. Pacific time, ladies and gentlemen, here in California. Like I said, I can't sleep, I'm, I'm hyped up, I'm still in shock, and wow, I mean, I caught the fights, I was able to watch them. I, um, you know, I, um, after I was busy, I was busy before that, but I went home and watched them, you know, looked at the results and stuff, but, you know, went in, it, went in and took in the results for myself and holy shit, man, holy fuck, you know, Michael Chandler's knockout over, uh, over Tony Ferguson, oh my God, crazy, I mean, 
goodness gracious. I mean, Carla Esparza is once again a UFC uh, champion. Let's let's start from the top, man. Like, Charles Oliveira, like, his win, his submission win over Justin Gaethje. I mean, I thought if Charles Oliveira won, it would be by submission. He has fantastic submissions. I mean, I didn't more so think, like I was saying in the last episode, but when we were doing our predictions, I didn't more so think that he was going to knock Justin out. I just thought that, it would be something of, of a submission. Like, I didn't think Charles was going to win by by knockout. I thought he was, if Charles was going to win, it was going to be, like, by submission. Not saying that Charles couldn't knock him out because we did see what he did to Michael Chandler when they fought, but it was essentially Charles was striking that set up the submissions and a guy who can hurt you on the feet with his hands and, and set up nasty submissions, man. It's not like he's just good at one thing. Oh, he has good power. And then, you know, he's going to try to just throw on a simple rear naked choker, try to get you with something or hope so. But no, when you're on the ground with Charles and Charles has a hold of your neck, a limb, uh, uh, your arm, it doesn't matter what the fuck he has. If he has a submission, man, you're not getting out of it, especially when you got stunned the way that he uh, stunned uh, Justin Gaethje. And what a performance by Charles Oliveira. Um, and uh, holy shit. So um, for Charles Oliveira, now that he has beaten Justin Gaethje, Justin Gaethje falls short in his uh, second attempt to realize UFC gold. Um, obviously, um, for Justin, like we said, uh, yesterday or on the last podcast, you know, we kind of did a little bit late, but you know, that's when we found out that Charles, uh, missed weight and stuff in the point five. And, you know, Justin, if he won, he was able to win the belt, but if Charles wins, he just, you know, belt's vacate, vacant and he's the number one contender. So let's fast forward. Now, Charles is the number one contender, um, now. So it's going to be Charles versus... Ooh, there's 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 a list. There's a lot of people clamoring. There's a lot of people talking. There's a lot of different potential opportunities. There's a lot of different scenarios and different fights and different things to think about when it comes to these future fights. So if I could pick personally for what I would like to see, I mean, it's crazy. I just fucking hate the fact that Charles got the belt taken off. Like, you know, he got stripped, so I can't get that part out of my head. But... If we're looking at matchup-wise, we want to see. I really want to see Islam Makhachev in the title fight. I mean, who else is there? I don't want to see Dustin Poirier fight Charles Oliver. I know Dustin Poirier was saying he wants Charles, and that's the fight and all that. But in reality, we've already seen that. And we've seen that not too often, uh, not too long ago. Uh, not that long ago, honestly. And I'm not I'm not keen to see that. Um, who else are they talking about? I mean... Connor versus Charles Oliveira. I mean, I don't mind seeing that one because I know that it's going to generate a lot of money. There's two sides to look at this, man. It's going to either it's going to obviously generate a lot of eyes, a lot of uh, a lot of money and a lot of attention, both good and bad for Mr. McGregor from the Brazilian fans, Charles's fans, how good Charles has been looking and and uh you know, as sharp as he has been, and you know, as Redemption story being the fact that you know this would be the number one contender fight. I mean, if they skipped over Islam Makachev for Connor to fight in a title fight, that would make some serious fucking money, considering and piss some people off, obviously. Because if you look at it logically, you look at uh, Connor. I mean, if you want to hear my other side of it, I'd be like, no, Connor needs to get a different fight, a warm up fight. I mean, a, the fact that he came back, he, he, he's coming off of a, uh, a leg injury, a serious leg injury, um, 
is like crazy. I mean, title fights and crazy. Like, who knows how it holds up against wrestling and wrestling and all that and all. You know, you have to fully have your your body healed to be able to fully compete in martial arts that uh, complete way. Um, you know, like in the way you're supposed to. Um, so who? I'm curious because I was thinking of leg breaks. Who was Anderson Silva's uh, first fight back after his leg break? Oh, it was Nick Diaz, and he performed well. He did good. I mean, he did really good. But who to say? Who's to say Connor doesn't look fantastic? But it, pretend everything all goes good. Okay, perfect scenario, Connor. Charles Oliveira, I guess. Man, I mean, it, it won't be much of a promotion on Charles Oliveira's side because he doesn't speak English, and obviously, like it, it'll be different than the Jose Aldo rivalry because. I don't know. I just made Charles Oliveira just a lot more of a a devastating uh, kind of fighter. I mean, you know, if you, I'm not saying Jose Aldo isn't devastating. I mean, look what Jose Aldo is doing at 135 pounds. Looking absolutely amazing. Mm. But um, no, like seeing what Connor Connor um, fighting Charles. I mean, striking wise, I feel McGregor is a you know a hell of a fighter, and he's a a hell of a, a challenge, but as good as Charles is, I just feel like Charles's pressure and and uh, just everything about Charles is is going to be too much for McGregor to handle. The pace, the pressure, the wrestling—the always going for the wrestling—and and and his striking has got up there too. I mean, he 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 was able to strike with Poirier. It was strike with uh, power bombers like Michael Chandler. He's able to strike with with strikers, vicious, uh, uh, scary strikers like Justin Gaethje. Charles Oliveira is calm. He, he he mixes up his shots well. His wrestling's good. His jujitsu's on par, and he slowly but surely, you know, got his striking together, and he's using his striking to be successful. I mean, who who was the last fight? Yeah, the Poirier. He used that. He used his striking and. The Chandler fight. He used that one to to get the title when he knocked Chandler out. He used his hands. It's beautiful, devastating fashion. I mean, like we were saying the other day, man. As long as it took Charles Oliveira to become a champion, you know this is this is a forever beautiful story and to show you that you should never give up despite anything that happens in your life, man. Charles Oliveira, despite the bullshit, the commission. I mean, all this alleged bullshit with the the scale and all that was was terrible was horrendous but um what fight would make the most sense logically for the division for win streaks wise for legacy wise for really who is the best lightweight because connor i don't think is going to beat charles Oliveira. regardless i'm not saying that that wouldn't be a huge money grab for the ufc and, and another opportunity for charles to really to make some money and and get that big uh red panty night and also if mcgregor claims to be undefeated against all brazilians then why not try to get another title because imagine the fucking chaos in the world if connor beats charles Oliveira, and, and this is for a title Connor becomes a lightweight champion again. Could you fucking imagine? That would be World War Three in the MMA world. That would be just as similar as Trump becoming president again. It would be crazy, right? It would be absolutely fucking insane. I mean, Connor's ground game sucks ass. Connor's wrestling sucks ass. Charles's ground game is absolutely amazing. So the only thing McGregor has for Charles is on the feet. If he can't keep the fight on the feet, 
and and or uh and stop the takedowns and, and avoid being hurt and stunned and eventually uh pushed into a submission then then mcgregor's not really gonna have anything because when mcgregor gets stunned he gets hurt he gets in trouble you know he retreats he tries to fight back he's careless you know he he, he panics and easy submission i'm banking I, I will put money down on charles Oliveira beating mcgregor by submission if they ever fought I mean, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know, logically thinking, like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't want to see uh, Connor's legacy get tainted anymore. I mean, he's coming off of a leg injury. Why would you rush someone in with a leg injury like that? Like, come on, I want to see him get his feet wet or something. I want to see, like, a third and eight DS fire or something. No, that might be too, too much. Who knows? He broke his fucking leg. It's hard for me to think about what potential matchups. I can't get that out of my head. So, let's just pretend Connor's not in the mix because I don't think... Uh, with him coming off a loss, not having any consistent wins, it, it, why would they give a losing guy to a champion that's dominating like that? You should be win streak against win streak. Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makhachev, the the Khabib 2.0, the the second heir of Khabib at lightweight, the man that they say is the best at that division. Let's see if he truly is. Let's see if Islam can get. Uh, Charles Oliveira down. If Islam is able to take Charles Oliveira down, if if say Khabib, for example, was able to take Charles Oliveira down, how would they be on the ground? How would Charles be on the ground with the the kind of top pressure that Khabib or Islam may have, and how comfortable Charles will be uh, getting submissions, especially depending on the the positions that these Dagestan wrestlers get you in. They get you in some uncomfortable positions, and anybody that Khabib has fought. Including Edson Barbosa, freaking I acquaint to everybody that he's fought. He looks like he just beats the fuck out of them, overwhelms them. More notably, Michael Johnson and Edson Barbosa both beaten up by Khabib, and they look absolutely like exhausted and, and look like some of the worst time. I mean, I'd say Islam's striking's a lot more poppy, meaning like he's a lot better striker, I feel like, than Khabib. A lot of people have said that too. But, um, you know, Islam is really, he's, he's good. His distance, his his movement, you know, his timing, his submissions. I mean, he he only has that one loss to Adrian by Adriana Martins. And man, look at this fucking win streak since since uh, two thousand and fifteen. That's when he last lost. Being beat Chris Wade, Nick Lance, Glayson Tebow knocked him out. The one guy to give Khabib like the closest fight he ever had on paper. Uh, Cajun Johnson, Armand Tosakian. Davi Ramos, Drew Dober, Thiago Moises, Dan Hooker, Bobby Green. I mean, the most uh, notable names on here, probably the well, most well-known names on this resume has to be Glayson Tebow, um, Drew Dober for a lot of fans, Nick Lentz, I know, obviously, um, Adriano Martins and Dan Hooker. I mean, these, these are all very uh, notable UFC names and... Yeah, I mean, uh, his last fight was in 2022. Charles Oliveira is looking good. If if Islam could become the champion, that would be the second era of Khabib. But I'm really liking this Charles Oliveira now, man. I'm just crazy. Like, because, like, like, oh, man, it, it, how is Charles Oliveira's defensive wrestling? How is he just on his back? You know, like, say Islam just takes him down and beats him up for five rounds. Makes him so uncomfortable where he can't even try to throw up submissions. I mean, some I, in my head, I'm thinking like these guys don't want to play with Charles 
Oliveira's ground game because he's just so fucking devastating, man. Especially when it gets your freaking uh, neck or, or your back or any limbs and stuff. Dude, guy's devastating. But I'd say, like, you know, fight-wise, win streak-wise, I want to see Islam versus Charles Oliveira. I have to be completely honest, guys. I have to get myself a little bit more excited for Islam because I have to probably go back and watch uh, his last fight with Bobby Green and the Dan Hooker fight. I remember that. I watched them both and stuff. It's got to, like, revamp my, you know, obviously now because this big this big lightweight uh, tilt just happened. This big, this big huge uh, fight in the lightweight division, obviously, with the former champion now um, becoming the number one contender and uh, being against who, well, not number one contender. Like, he is, uh, you know, obviously number one contender, and he's going to fight another person, and that will be the... To determine who the champion is meaning pointing towards islam in a lot of ways but if they go with connor then cool i don't want to see anyone else other than uh, either connor or islam i might update and think about someone else but as far as that i don't think anybody at the moment right now um congrats to anthony pettis uh for his amazing submission over in the pfl um and, and congrats to roy mcdonald as well um, unfortunate for Canelo, he loses over in the boxing world. Congrats to one Ryan motherfucking Bader over in Bellator, defeating Czech Congo for the second time, essentially defending his belt, defending his heavyweight title in Bellator, um, defeating Czech Congo over in Paris in his hometown. Jesus Christ, man. Ryan Bader, absolutely one of uh, my favorite fighters, definitely. Um, so with uh, continuing with UFC 274, let's stay in the lightweight division to finalize that. I said, yep. Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. I I rather see Connor fight someone else. I can't think. Maybe have Connor fight Gaethje. Gaethje's coming off of a loss. Connor is coming off of a loss. I mean, with Connor, you don't have to worry about the ground game. You don't have to worry about the submissions. Really, essentially, Connor versus Gaethje is either going to end in a no contest, an eye poke, uh, a knockout, or a decision. I don't think Gaethje, I mean, maybe he can submit him, but very likely I think that either McGregor or Gaethje would end in a knockout or a decision. McGregor or Gaethje, make that happen. I mean, imagine how much fumes people, how much, how fuming people would be if Connor got the title shot next. So that sums it up. Charles Oliver, Islam Makachev, make that happen before 2022 is up for the uh, vacant lightweight title. So, like I said, staying at 155 pounds, a man whose back was also against the wall, Michael motherfucking Chandler gets the job done against uh, Tony Ferguson in the first round or second round, 17 seconds uh, KO. Speaking of Michael Chandler knocking him out, speaking of Charles Oliveira winning by submission, let's talk about and recap our fight picks live on the show. And I want to see how right I am because this is the first time that i've looked at him since the fights have happened so let's go back let's look from top to bottom i didn't pick the danny roberts francisco trinado fight i picked um chaos williams i was wrong so that was one wrong randy brown gets the job done i got um so i got one right with Olven st prue i didn't pick the the method of victory i picked Olven st prue winning by knockout or stoppage, um, but he wins. I get that point for that one. 
I picked Mike. Uh, I picked Tony Ferguson on here, man. That's crazy. But I was just thinking, like, you know, I don't give a fuck about these these fight picks. Let's go back to what we we're saying. So Michael Chandler knocks out Tony Ferguson. I thought he would knock him out. Michael Chandler. I, I did think Michael Chandler would knock him out if he won. Um, I thought that he was a lot more uh, calculated, a lot more patient. Uh, you know, he's able to, he's, his timing is excellent. His striking, you know, obviously is excellent. You know, when he puts it all together and, you know, he, he looked absolutely amazing and, and wow, out of all ways to win. I mean, I obviously felt he, if he win, he win by knockout or a TKO or a stoppage and stuff like that, but a front kick to the face, a la Anderson Silva style. Goodness gracious. I mean, the way Tony went down, absolutely scary, man. Definitely felt for Tony Ferguson. Definitely talk about what's obviously next, what we think should be next for him. But, yeah, Michael Chandler's back was against the wall. I mean, coming into the UFC, had an absolutely amazing timing. Freaking knocked out Dan Hooker in amazing fashion um, last year in January. And then, obviously, comes up short with the Charles Oliveira fight. And then uh, comes back, obviously, fights Justin Gaethje in the fight of the year. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you look at the, all the fights that Michael Chandler has had, including the one he lost uh, recently to Charles Oliveira. He had Charles Oliveira hurt at any point in time. That fight could have been stopped, and Michael Chandler would be the UFC lightweight champion. He would have been in, going into that 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 title fight with just uh, Justin Gaethje as a title fight, and who would have known what would happen? And then obviously Justin Gaethje could have been the champion, or who who would have fucking known? But Michael Chandler knocks out Tony Ferguson, which is in fact the first time Tony Ferguson's ever been knocked out. I mean, remember the stoppage that the the referee stoppage that when Tony fought Gaethje, but he was, Tony's never been knocked out. I mean, he's been known for his durability throughout his entire career. I mean, all those 12 fights that he had, a 12-fight win streak, it wasn't without ease. I mean, he fought. He went through some wars. He went uh, through some bad spots in the fight, but he still eventually made it out. Um, he did look like himself early on in the first round. and the second round, Michael Chandler, man, he puts it together and... I thought maybe Michael Chandler would utilize more wrestling and stuff like that, but no, he utilizes a fucking front kick that he said he didn't even train, really. Absolutely crazy, man. Michael Chandler busts right uh, back in in the wing column. Also, I mean, I, I, other than uh, I, I know we talked about um, Gaethje versus McGregor as well, but another a big, big fight that's obviously not a title fight, but would also be a really good, fun fight for uh, for uh, the lightweight division would be Michael Chandler taking on Conor McGregor. I think those are uh, two guys that have obviously talked to each other, uh, talked, uh, uh, sent each other uh, encouraging tweets and stuff, and you know, obviously talked about the likelihood of fighting each other. What What did Conor say? I know Conor said a lot of stuff tonight or yesterday. Um, so let's see what Conor said. Um, All right, here's Connor's response. I was trying to find the tweet. So it says, I'd have a... This is responding to Michael Chandler's uh, epic call out of him. He says, I'd have a nice knock off this guy. No doubt about it. A firework spectacle. I like the 170-pound shout-out, too. Tipped him over. I'm definitely game to fight this guy at some stage of my career. I see it happening after tonight. 
congrats on a solid win, Michael, and another barnstormer. I can't believe I haven't slept. I am definitely going to sleep after this, like we said. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are feeling the same way. And a lot of you guys out there, everybody that tuned in, everybody that was shocked. Oh, my God. Some people were upset about the Rose versus Carlos Barza fight. Um, it was a split decision. And no, split, decisions, split decisions are never good. I actually did not watch that fight. I did read a lot of comments and, you know, obviously got to see the fight for myself. But, you know, a lot of people... We're upset. I mean, Rose obviously uh, upset. That's the second time she's lost her title. Now, I do believe she can come back and, and fight her for a third time. That's one of those rare cases where the other person is 2-0 and or the, the champion or challenger is 2-0 and against uh, who, whoever it is. Like, uh, and then they just lose. Like, you know, when uh, Frankie Edgar beat BJ Penn, he clearly convincingly beat him. Same thing with... Uh, um, Tito Ortiz, Ken Shamrock, Rampage, and Shogun. People like that clearly beat you, clearly beat you. But, yeah, it was crazy, man. It was just, it's absolutely crazy. Everything crazy that happened. Everything, just, it was, it, everything was absolutely insane, man. It was just, just crazy. But... Yeah, man. I mean, I like I like the Connor. I like the Connor versus uh, Michael Chandler fight. I think it's an interesting one. I mean, Michael Chandler has pop in his hands. Connor has good. Uh, obviously, he has fantastic hands, fantastic combinations, and you know, just a matter of the right fights. And obviously, like I said, it's it still is fucking unfortunate what happened with him in the 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 last Poirier fight, and then the fact that either you can choose to stomach that that's how the, their trilogy fight ended or you just consider it a, as a win for Poirier. I mean, if you consider it as a win for Poirier, then I don't know. I mean, if you if you if that's fine by you, that's fine by you. I, I would rather have seen a convincing win, but shoulda, coulda, woulda. We can't sit there and complain. And now it's all of uh, who Charles is going to fight next. And I believe that it, it could probably be Islam Makhachev. We'll have to see what everybody says, what everybody thinks and stuff. And I'm one of probably the first people in the morning over here in this part of the world to uh, wake up and, and or not even go to sleep and still be here talking about UFC 274. I mean, UFC was UFC 274, excuse me, was so fucking stacked, had so much attention that my cousin... 18 or 18 19 year old cousin who never really talks to me about fights or hits me up about fights was asking me about who i thought would win out of rose and carla and i hadn't been able to get back to the message but i said i wanted rose to win i thought rose would win i think it obviously would have been nice to see her uh you know get that win get that uh that that fight back, the one when Rose lost on the Ultimate Fighter and lost to Carla Esparza and stuff, is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, man, it was it was uh, I mean, overall great uh, night, crazy performance by Michael Chandler, crazy performance by uh, um, uh, Charles Oliveira. Goodness gracious, and man, and I know we shouted out a couple of other former fighters. From UFC and other organizations, but how about Yoel Romero as well? Finally getting the win in the Bellator cage. Um, like I said, same card as Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader beat Chet Congo. And damn, there's just the whole freaking weekend was full of great fights and stuff like that. I think there was a bare knuckle as well. Don't forget the boxing uh, fights too with Canelo and stuff. And 
Yeah, man, we had that big women's fight between uh, Taylor, uh, 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 Taylor and Serrano and stuff like that. We're getting the return to Jake Paul in August. International Fight Week, uh, July 2nd. I mean, there's been some confirmed fights, too. Um, Israel Adesanya, J- Jared Cannonier. Uh, tickets are on sale on July 2nd. Um, we also get uh, Pedro Munoz, Sean O'Malley. We're not getting... Officially, or I don't know if it was offered, Nate Diaz versus Kamzad Chimaev. And honestly, Nate Diaz-wise, thinking of Nate and, I mean, Kamzad, I mean, it would be a big fight for him. He'd get a lot of uh, a lot of clout and a lot of attention and a lot of people talking about him. But styles-wise, I think Kamzad fighting, Nate fighting Kamzad is worse than Nate when he fought Warrior McDonald. I mean, I think Nate should be in, in money fights and, and big fights like that, man. And I don't think that, I mean, I don't know who else would be fighting Nate Diaz, but, I mean, you look at the way Leon Edwards was kind of handing handling him. I mean, Nate doesn't need to make a career off of being tough and fighting the top contenders but not winning. I mean, when's the last time Nate has really convincingly won against a top contender? And we want to see, we want to see at this stage, we want to see him in big fights like that. I was so upset when the Donald Cerrone Joe Lozon card was off, uh Lozon fight was off the main card yesterday. Oh my god, was anyone else fucking mad? I was I was mad. It was crazy, man. I just you know, overall I felt like it was a great card. What's what's next? UFC 275? UFC 275. Let's pull that shit up. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you like our show, um, if, if you support us, like I said, do follow us on social media as well as sharing our podcast, obviously sharing us on Spotify. Uh, go check us out on Spotify. Check us on on Apple Podcasts and everything uh, uh, and all of our uh, other other platforms that are supported. Anchor.fm forward slash start. Right, uh, to start your own podcast today, anchor.fm forward slash KWTK pod to see all the supported uh, platforms as well. So UFC 275 is headlined by the light heavyweight champion uh, Glover Teixeira taking on Yuri Prohaska. Um, Valentina Shevchenko returns against Talia Santos. Um, women's strawweight, uh, Zhang Weili versus Joanna Young Jacek 2. So that most likely will uh, warrant the the challenger for uh, Carla Sparza's title if Rose doesn't get that rematch. Okay, I'm not nearly as excited about UFC 275 right now because I'm still in all of UFC 274. Absolutely crazy. I want to see more lightweight fights. I want to see more bangers. I want to see everything, man. This is absolutely crazy. Man, it, it was ab- absolutely crazy. Uh... But, yeah, I knew if Charles won, he would win by submission. Uh, Justin, obviously unfortunate for him. I mean, Justin, there's still a lot of uh, – he's still a fun fight. Um, just damn, it's just it seems like the ground game. The ground game against elite fighters. I mean, if you look at him, Khabib and Charles, super amazing. I mean, if if imagine Khabib slipping up in a, in a Charles Oliveira fight. Like, if Khabib gives him any position – like, say, you remember when Poirier got that guillotine attempt on Khabib in their fight? Imagine, like, Charles getting a, a position like that. I don't think Charles is going to be one to let go. I think he would get it, dude. That's crazy, man. Hopefully, like, man, that would be crazy, man. I wonder if there's any fight that would ever draw Khabib out. That's what was crazy. That was crazy about, like, him, like, retiring and stuff early and stuff. Like, you never truly got to see how good he was.
one thing in real life and the, the world of MMA and just in general and combat sports and being a fan and just uh, just a person in general, one thing I do not like is living in question. What if this happened? I, I've I learned over the years uh, and over so many tra- traumatic times not to think about that. What if? Because you got to go with the flow. You got to go with what you have. You got to work with everything you have and you can't wish for other things that are out of grasp that you have no control over. You kind of got to go with what it is you, you have in front of you. <coughs> yeah, try not to, um, what is it, hope for things or think too far in the future about things. I actually got back from the gym not like like not even an hour ago. Um, I was just in awe, still reading tweets, reading reactions. Just oh my goodness, man! I, I still can't get over it. Well, is, there's, I wish there was more to talk about when it comes to UFC two seventy four. But like, literally, like thinking of this, wow, this two seventy four is absolutely crazy. Um, they uh, for speaking of July second, they also that's my birthday, by the way, for anybody that didn't know. So. Uh, we might do like a special podcast or something on that. No, we won't. We probably won't for that day. I don't know what I want to do for my birthday. Um, it's not coming up uh, yet. I don't want to rush myself getting old. I'm not really getting too old, but hey, why would I want to be rushing that anytime soon? But International Fight Week looks good. And they're trying to get John Jones versus Stipe Miocic. I mean, John Jones' first fight at heavyweight. Stipe, that would be awesome. I mean, Francis is out on a knee injury right now. He wants to do Tyson Fury stuff or dabble in that in that fucking way. Then, I mean, I want to see John Jones versus Stipe and just with the belt involved in general because that will set up the trilogy either for Francis. I mean, and if Stipe beats John Jones, that's a that's a huge, huge, huge feather in his cap. If he beats John Jones convincingly and retires, that would be cool, especially if he sleeps him. Imagine John getting, like, slept or something like that. Could you imagine some crazy shit like that happen? That would be absolutely insane. Mm. So today also I resubscribed, I reactivated my Disney Plus bundle with the Hulu and ESPN Plus because I just like found myself over like the last few months not fucking uh, looking or uh, really watching shit. I really only watched Paramount Plus because of the dick wolf series uh shows that i watched the fbi fbi must wanted and fbi international and i also watch swat on cbs and stuff and i you know i watch i mean i watch other shows i'm not i'm a huge fan of of the disney show disney plus shows like what they're doing with all the amazing star wars uh shows like the um the mandalorian with the uh, with uh the book of Boba Fett. I mean, Rogue One, the movie was absolutely amazing. I mean, I liked I liked the shows and series, like the six part series, and like this new Obi One show. I mean, I just resubscribed to Disney Plus so I can watch that. I gotta finish like a few episodes, including the the finale of Moon Knight. I mean, wow, dude, there's a lot of shit to watch. Speaking of disney plus and speaking of like wandavision and stuff did you guys get an opportunity to see doctor strange in the multiverse of madness spoiler alert not really but i'm just saying wow it was a it was a good fucking movie um i actually still have to watch uh i i i I still have to watch the rest of it okay i wasn't able to finish the rest of it while i was there had to leave or we wasn't able to 
Because I got called. I had uh, some other stuff to take care of, you know. Like I said, come back, live to fight another day. Okay, how about this? I just find it on the internet. I know they post hella shit. They posted spoilers for Spider-Man. They posted spoilers for Avengers. It's not hard. So, I mean, I, I uh, actually, you know, found it on, on a site. And I'm not going to say which site. You know, I just found it and decided to watch it on there. And, man, these streams are getting fucking clear. I hope we don't get shut down for or sued or something for, for seeing that we watch illegal streams. No, I found it on one of these movie sites I watch. That's why I wasn't paying for one. It was like... Really nothing to watch. I don't really don't. That's why I said I wouldn't just watch highlights or find free episodes on YouTube. But yeah, man, I'm a huge fan of the Disney Plus shows, especially with having all the old Star Wars movies, all the Avengers movies, a lot of the Marvel movies and the series and all that shit, dude. I'm a big fan. I like it. I mean, the ESPN stuff has all the UFC content, all the past UFC pay-per-views and the post fights and everything in one spot with that, man. It's everything, man. Hulu amazing as well so a lot of shit to do <laughs> i mean i don't know i'm probably gonna get some rest and stuff like that just wow after this it just yeah wake up a little bit later and then i have to go into work later on uh obviously i like making money it's so much fun especially when you have side gig especially when you can sit here also especially when we've been consistent as as we have been i am so happy to be back the last episode we had, obviously, check it out, episode 402, Back to the Basics, part two. The reason why I named it Back to the Basics, um, I mean, it, it was, uh, where was it, reminisce to episode 380, that was, uh, wait, no, not episode 380, episode 380 was uh, making up for lost time, but um, Back to the Basics was episode 388. So back to the basics part two was another time where I was just trying to get back to the, the basics, you know, kind of just, you know, it's important to do things that you love to fucking do in your life. Follow things you like to do. Follow your passions. Do the things you like to do. Watch the things you like to do. Be around the people that you want to be around. Don't take anything for granted. Don't let anybody fuck you over. Don't let anybody screw you over. Don't let anybody deter you away from your path that you decided or that, uh, uh, plans or anything that you have gone or uh, have that you want going for yourself or shit like that. Don't let anybody take any of that or your happiness away and only have the right motherfuckers around you, ladies and gentlemen, point blank. So with that being said, after this, like I said, crazy that i didn't sleep ufc 274 absolutely crazy um i think that is it until we return ladies and gentlemen we will be back i believe on wednesday mm -hmm. you shall be back on wednesday ladies and gentlemen um, I can't wait to see what happens, what's updated, how, how everything is. I want to hear other people's reactions. I know a lot of other podcasts will come out and stuff, too, and get more reactions and stuff. I can't wait to come back because I just was super excited to talk about this one. And you can hear how genuine I am in this one. I want more UFC action. I want to talk more. I want to enjoy this one. We 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 had a really, really good one. I, mean, I wish there was more to say. I mean, I would have watched more of the, the card and stuff, but I was just so – I was at work. I was solely focused on the main the main card, man. I, I, I believe the Joe Lozon-Donald Cerrone fight will be rescheduled for later. How about that for International Fight Week? And, and how about Daniel Cormier getting a long-awaited, deserved Hall of Fame introduction for – this this international fight week and well deserved such a sweet 
a, a funny, entertaining guy and a really good analyst, great fighter, <laughs> someone I've emulated myself and, and, you know, almost think of my style almost being similar. Like, you know, I like the, the big, you know, a chubby look, like the big kind of a big guy, but you're a fast heavyweight, you're quick. And you have good hands, and, and you know, like, as, as good as Cormier is, man, I've been a huge, huge fan for a very long time since I read about him in the Fighters Only magazine and stuff uh, back um, in, like, 20, 2011, or no, 20, uh, yeah, 2011 or something like that, or 2012, 2012, 2013-ish, I don't know. But um, I believe that is it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, a reminder, check out episode 402, Back to the Basics, part two, part two, part two. We routinely share a lot of shows, a lot of our shows and stuff, and stuff are, some of our top-rated shows and our top uh, our top uh, clicked, our most clicked, most viewed, whatever it is you want to say, ladies and gentlemen, whether you're watching on Spotify, Apple, or wherever it is you're, you're watching or listening from. Um, we still get all the demographics and all that, all the same male, female, and the countries and stuff like that. So that's exciting. Uh, more to come, more shows, more greatness, and looking to connect with more and more people. Like I said, if you know anybody that needs any new podcasts and needs, needs any new fresh people in our lives, entertaining people, great people, I can't fucking tell you how much fun I had talking about those fights and, and, and talking about future fights. I mean, there's so many great fights to make. I mean, I, mean, I want to see the Charles Oliver. I want to see Charles get that fucking belt on his waist. I mean, I hate that bullshit. There has to be a way to contest that point five. Like, literally, point five. It's not like he missed it. Like, point five. Are you fucking serious? They really took his belt. That shit is that shit is insane, and it's bullshit. And he still said they, they said it would get pay per view points, but and, and he'll obviously get his win bonus and all that. But no fucking belt, no no part of the legacy. I mean, a part of him has to feel somewhat shitty, but he won. He looked good. We can't be uh, negative about it, and you know he did it. You know, uh, all, all all respects to everybody that fought on that card. Winners, losers. Rose will be back. Man, unfortunate for Tony. Last thing on today's show, actually, before we get out of here. Should Tony Ferguson retire? Unfortunately, uh, obviously coming off of that devastating knockout. I, I don't think he should retire. I think maybe he should just uh, have a, a, a fight against somebody that, that maybe maybe like a McGregor fight, man. I don't know. Maybe I think that would be a little bit of a dangerous thing to do now. I mean, he hasn't been knocked out multiple times in his career. Maybe McGregor. If McGregor doesn't, I don't know. If McGregor doesn't work out, who who else would Tony Ferguson fight? I mean, I really don't want to think about that right now. I just I don't know what to think. It's just unfortunate, and you know, as frustrated he was with the UFC before that, everything with Dana, and then what he said about the healthcare and wanting to go, and you know, he's an athlete. He wants to go work other places and do other things but he's like a slave to the ufc because they won't let him go otherwise because of the contract shit you know what i mean so it's all unfortunate and we will talk more about everything uh ufc 274 on wednesday's show and we'll talk about obviously the updates that's happened the rankings everything that's happened and and everything obviously to come in the, in the near future as crazy as this combat sports world moves ladies and gentlemen so i appreciate you guys for tuning into this uh special edition of kicking it with the king uh, you obviously my recap and and my th- complete thoughts at freaking 5 30 6 o'clock 6 18 p.m 
not excuse me, not 6.18, 6.18 p.m., 5.30 a.m. Pacific time. Now it's 6.18 a.m. Pacific uh, uh, Pacific time, and it's morning time. You can see the sunrise right now. It's crazy. This is historic, man. For, for UFC 274, Gabriel stayed up the whole night until the next morning, and we did this podcast. This will be a part of history, ladies and gentlemen. Follow me on Twitter, uh, RealGTheKing underscore. Follow me on Instagram, GTheKing underscore. Official KWTKPod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, click the link in my Instagram bio to have access to all my social media and all my content, all my accounts, and each and everything under the sun that has to do with us, the podcast, and answer the questions we're going to submit questions under the spotify uh uh if you're on spotify uh we're going to submit questions you want us questions comments anything hit us up talk to us and we'll answer your questions and comments on our shows in the near future ladies and gentlemen we're out of this bitch we'll see you on wednesday ladies and gentlemen dj it's all yours baby we're out of here back in your life on wednesday bye folks